eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The game is over and the Phillies jubilant pile out of the dugout as they celebrate a win. The game may be over, but we're still talking about it. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Swings and hits one high and deep right field. Forget about it. Bryce Harper has put the Phillies on the board. Phillies Playback has all the game highlights and analysis from Phillies radio analysts Larry Anderson and Kevin Stalker. Swing and a ground ball. Up the middle. It's a base hit. The throw. It's not in time. And the Phillies walk him off and walk into the postseason as Johan Rojas, the rookie, has won it. Here's your host for Phillies Playback, Greg Murphy. Well, welcome inside the Phillies Clubhouse where the excitement is just getting started. As the players are in here, they are beginning the celebration. The countdown has been made. What's up, Phillies? Move on to the next level here in the Major League Baseball playoffs. Hi, everybody. Welcome in to Phillies Playback. Greg Murphy here with you back at Citizens Bank Park and inside the Phillies Clubhouse. As uh, you can imagine what the scene looks like, the players are celebrating. The champagne is flying. And uh, Rob Thompson just finished talking to the players. And then the corks popped off the champagne. And uh, that is where we are right now. So it's a terrific scene. As it always is, as the Phillies once again moving on to the National League Championship Series. It's the second year in a row that they will be headed there. The first time they've done it back-to-back since 2008, 09, and 2010 when they went to the championship game all three of those seasons. It was not easy. You knew this Atlanta Braves team was not going to go away. But uh, as the Phillies were able to get the cross on, terrific job by their starter, Ranger Suarez. And then the bullpen coming in able to hold on and the Phillies get the victory here today so they win it here in four games three games to one in this best of five series and they will not have to return to Atlanta for a game five. there goes the music as you can hear the celebration uh, in full land right now here in the Phillies take a listen as the theme song is playing they're dancing on their own
in the clubhouse. Larry Anderson is with us. Scott Fransky is with us. Kevin Stocker is upstairs uh, in our radio booth. And Kevin, I think you can probably hear me at this point. Let me ask you, as you watch those final innings and you watch what the bullpen was able to do and the move that Rob Thompson made, what were your thoughts as they get that final out? Well, the thoughts that Larry and I both had were... The, how, how Thompson had worked the bullpen magically once again, but once again in a manner that we were not predicting it. But in his head, he's so decisive that the guys trust him. So when they come out, the bullpen, you had from Dominguez, Alvarado, then Kimbrell came in early, did the job, and finished with Soto and Strom. So just so impressive how the guys can come out of the pen with so much confidence and get the job done. Yeah, it really was impressive. We got a chance to quickly talk to Matt Strom out there on the field. You know, he said, that's the reason I came here. That's why I wanted to be here with this group of guys to, to have moments like this. And this is just one of those moments as the Phillies continue to move on. They've still got two more steps to go, but the celebration tonight will be a good one, Stock, as you know. And maybe most importantly, now they're able to sit back, rest a little bit, set that pitching rotation for the National League Championship Series because the Arizona, Arizona Diamondbacks are away. Yeah, there's no doubt that it's an advantage, right? You get those, you get those days, uh, those days. Arizona's been hot. You definitely do do that. I, I think one of the great things about as the celebration is going on is, and you kind of said it, there are still new guys on this team. This team is really built on free agents. I mean, you look out how it is very different than the Braves were. Yet the veterans that have been through this, it's like their first time, man. It is so much fun, and now the new guys get to experience it as well. That's the beauty of these guys. They're so close. They enjoy each other's company because, remember, when you are in Major League Baseball and this is what you do for your career, you don't get to pick your friends, man. You've got to figure out a way to have chemistry, and this team has a ton of it. They, they certainly do. We've seen it uh, over the years with this particular group of guys. And, uh, you know, you add in those new faces, guys like Matt Strong, a guy like Trey Turner, who had four hits tonight. First time in Philly's history that uh, a player was able to do that. Nick Castellanos, who of course, was here a year ago, but uh, he gets the job done here tonight, too. So it, it's... Rob Thompson has said it many times. He believes this team is built for this time of the year. And, Kevin, that's what we're seeing right now. Yeah, there's no doubt. And I, I also think you have to point a finger a little bit at Ranger Suarez because he had, you know, he pitched down in Atlanta, went three innings, and to his surprise came out, right? It would have been easy for him to get upset, kind of pout, whatever it is. He came out tonight, and I think he had a little chip and just said, you know what, I'm going to throw everything I got and trust, again, trusting the manager, and he was terrific. All the starting pitching really has been terrific. It's a team effort. So that's that's what's fun to watch, I think, for us. And then you mix in a guy like the center fielder in Rojas, right? Johan Rojas, who hasn't been getting a lot of hits in the series, but his manager pulls him aside and says, look, you're going to make a play for us, and we're gonna you're going to play every day. And he comes out tonight and saves in a big inning, makes a huge catch. Probably the play, maybe alongside Trey Turner's double play down there in that first game, the defensive shine. So again, up and down this lineup, up and down age groups, everybody's contributing. Well, you just mentioned the man, Rob Thompson, the one pushing all those buttons right now. Uh, Scott Fransky and Larry Anderson with the manager, Rob. All right, Rob. Uh, well, we do get to meet again here later in the day. and uh, I, love I love talking to you, Scott. Yeah, I know, I know. It's your favorite thing to do. Uh, just how's this feeling for you right now? Uh, really special. I mean, we just beat a really good club. They had the most wins in baseball, and um, they've got a lot of talent, well-managed. Uh, just to get this thing done is, is 
just huge, and it says a lot about our players. Did you switch up anything in your decision-making with the bullpen tonight versus other games, or is it kind of the way you wanted to? Yeah, so we got to the point, once we got the lead, then, then you know, the sixth, seventh innings became kind of high leverage innings where we were going through their lineup. So guys had to pitch in a little bit different roles tonight, and um, and they did a great job, really. I mean, uh, Craig came out, and he couldn't find the plate to start with, but he found it. Then he went, once he went back out, he, he really got it going. So um, I thought everybody did a great job, and Strom was just unbelievable at the end. You got a big play along the way from your rookie, Johan Rojas, with Acuna up there. Uh, my son actually texted me during the game. He said that was the scariest moment of my life. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm just wondering if you could share with us a little bit, because we kind of told a little bit of the story, but you had a chat with Rojas today. Just talk a little bit about what that was all about and, uh, and, and just trying to keep him in it. Yeah, really, I, I, I just wanted to make sure he wasn't putting too much pressure on himself offensively. And I, I told him, you're not coming out of the lineup. You're, you're the captain in the outfield. You're the guy that changes the game defensively. Whatever you can give us um, situationally at, at the plate, then that's what we need. And um, you know, he's he's such a good kid. Um, to, for him to come up here from Double A and do what he's done to help us defensively is I, I, I I'm not sure if I've seen that before or when in my time in it. Is there any way to compare last year's postseason to this point to this year? Uh, I guess a little bit. I mean, you know, we in San Diego, we got down four runs in game two, and and they came back, or we got up four runs, they came back and, and won the game, and then we ran out the series, and it kind of happened here in this series, you know. So I, we, we, we're trying to separate the, the years, but at the same time, I think you have to, to um, get that experience and, and, and be able to look back at it and, and know that you've learned from it. All right, we got Ranger here. We'll let you go, Rob. Yeah, he's more important than I am. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. Unbelievable, buddy. <laughs> Unbelievable. Thank you, thank you. Oh. Rob, what do you want to ask Ranger right now? Uh, are you mad at me for taking out? <laughs> uh, Ranger, uh, first of all, congratulations. How does this feel for you? No, mira, increíble. Eh, bastante contento por la victoria, por el pase. Eh, sabemos que un equipo, eh, un rival bastante fuerte, pero no, lo, eh, salimos a hacer nuestro, tra nuestro trabajo y acabar esto hoy. Now I'm extremely happy. You know, this is incredible. We know that we beat a really, really good team on the other side. You know, they won a bunch of games. So, but you know, we had a plan. We executed the plan, and we're here now celebrating. Was that plan the same as the first start you had against them? Sí, el plan era el mismo que la primera apertura tuya allá en Atlanta. Sí, era. Creo que lo que único que cambió fue que tiré más cambio hoy, pero de todo, del resto fue todo. Lo mismo que hice en el primer juego, atacar los bateadores temprano para limitar el, el daño y poder eh, ir lo más profundo en el juego. Yeah, it was basically the same plan. I threw more changeups today, but uh, it was honestly, you know, almost the same plan. I wanted to get, you know, to just attack hitters early in the count. You know, I wanted to get ahead in the count too because I wanted to go deep in the game. What does it say about this team and the guys in this room to bounce back the way they did after this, the, the loss in game two? Ah, mira, eh, eh, esa derrota no, 
no, creo que nos hizo más fuerte, eh, nos hizo que como caer en tierra y volver a, a lo que nosotros sabemos hacer, que es ganar juego y, y no volver para allá. Obviamente fuimos uno y uno, que es un plus que nos dieron porque ganamos el primero y eso nos ayudó bastante. But it was a wake-up call for us, you know. Uh, we were lucky to get out of there with one win at least. You know, honestly, we saw it as a gift. You know, so, you know, we came here. We knew the crowd was going to be behind us. They were going to support us all the way. And we also knew that we had a really good team. And, and you're going to throw 96 all the time? <laughs> he knows. Sometimes. I got to ask, five innings tonight, three and two-thirds in Atlanta, just stellar pitching. Did you ever feel your heart beat? <laughs> no, mira, eh, yo creo que eh, la tranquilidad ahora, hoy me lo dieron los fanáticos. Creo que el fanático, los fanáticos hicieron tremendo, eh, han hecho tremendo trabajo durante la temporada. Ya, mira cómo vinieron hoy, vinieron a apoyarnos. Y ellos sabían, ellos sabían y, y nosotros sentíamos que no íbamos a volver allá, íbamos a ganar hoy. You know, the thing about us is that we have the great, you know, the greatest fans in the world. It's really, it's really cool when you play behind these fans. And, you know, like, I honestly was really, really calm down when I was really calm down when I when I saw support of the fans. You know, it's always great to, to play with these fans with you. Ranger, appreciate it. Congratulations. Great job. Thank you. Great job. Murph? Wait today. All right, thank you very much, guys. Yeah, great stuff uh, with Ranger and there with Rob Thompson as well as the uh, celebration here inside the clubhouse continues. I got a feeling it's going to continue for quite some time here in South Philadelphia. Phillies are going to have a couple of days off now, a couple of days as we talked about to rest a little bit, get that pitching in order, and uh, Rob Thompson and his coaching staff will probably start working on that as early as tomorrow morning as they get uh, ready for the Arizona Diamondbacks, who are also sitting and waiting. And a reminder, Phillies now with home field advantage uh, going forward in the National League. So uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks will come here for games one and two. Uh, lots still going on here in the clubhouse. We're going to bring you a, a lot, uh, a couple of more interviews for sure with the players as uh, the champagne is still flying through the air. Uh, I think they've added some uh, Budweiser to that as well. And, uh, well, they've been through this before. They know how to do it, and they do it right. Bryce Harper right now in the middle talking to a uh, good group of the media. Hopefully we'll be able to grab him at some point, get him here on the radio as well. Uh, Kevin Stocker up there in the radio booth. You've been a part of these celebrations before. Uh, you know what? Two years in a row for this Phillies team. They continue to move on in the postseason. But these celebrations, they never get old, do they? I don't know what you're talking about as I'm up here with my cigar. I guess you're down there. It's probably a little too much for you, but uh, the celebrations never get old. I would tell you now, it is. this is the third celebration in, what, two weeks or something like that? And each time it looks like it's get, it gets bigger and bigger. I think with these guys, remember, they pl professional athletes, these big league ball players, play with such an edge. There's so much stress in that. It doesn't look like it, but that edge, they live on that edge. So when they can release after setting goals and getting to those goals, this is what it looks like. And they let it all out at once, and it's just it's so much fun. Yeah, you know, and I wish folks could uh, 
you know, experience this like we get a chance to do. Uh, you certainly you'll see the pictures on social media. You might see them on television. Uh, but the scene, it really is your fork. I mean, these guys, as you just said, they work really hard to get to this point. And, you know, they know to a man the job is not done. But when you reach a particular goal and you, you, you get past one of the ones that you've set, and that is to win the NLDS, pretty good to let off some steam and to celebrate with your teammates uh, a, a little bit and then get back to work uh, in a couple of days getting ready for those Diamondbacks. Uh, we'll talk about the Diamondbacks coming up in just a little bit, but, uh, you know, Kevin, I, I want to talk a little bit more about this particular game. We talked about the importance of the long ball, and maybe that was the most important thing against a guy like Spencer Strider. Would you agree? I think it was, you know, between getting the fastball down, right, the one thing that he has a ton of strikeouts, it's clear he leads the Major League Baseball in strikeouts, strikeout percentage and whiff percentage. All those numbers are fine, and a lot of those on the fastballs, but he does give up a lot of home runs. He came in with 17 or 18 home runs that he had given up. Now, how do you hit the home run? It's not that easy, right? Well, the trick is to try to get above the fastball, which he which he tries and works really hard on not let, letting the hitters do that. So, yes, this team has been working on that. And that's a tribute to Kevin Long and Jason Camilli, the hitting instructors, going to the guys and saying, look, this is our game plan. This is how we're going to have success off of Strider. The guys still have to execute that, right? The trick with Strider, he's so good, he's only going to give you one mistake, maybe, per at-bat. You have got to be ready, and these guys were. I mean, in this in this series, there were nine home runs hit. Eight of them were solo home runs, but there's still a lot of long balls going. And he doesn't give up a lot of hard contact, so you still have to execute the plan, and I thought the guys did that really well. Yeah, I would agree with that. Let me ask you, on the flip side of things, the, uh, the scene in the other clubhouse here in South Philly is probably uh, a very different one. In fact, I know it's a very different one. For the second year in a row, the Braves, who were the best team in the National League East during the regular season, they check out early. They're not going to get a chance to move on in the postseason. Uh, is there something fundamentally flawed about that team right now that they're going to need to address in the offseason? Oh, uh, well, I don't think so. Remember, to, to win in the to win in the postseason you've got to be you need a number of things to be playing well one of those things is you you have to be healthy the Braves lost Charlie Morton they lost a couple of pitchers and you know what? It doesn't matter if it's just one or two guys. If they're key guys, you're going to have some problems. And that's, I think, what happened to the Braves. It's a little different. I remember back in 93 when we lost in 93, about 30 minutes after the game, we started to come out of our pouting and kind of because we realized what we had done as underdogs. This Atlanta team, they were not underdogs. I can't imagine what they're going through. So I'm sure there's a lot of head scratching. The other thing is, and one of the things, too, I think that's worth talking about now, too, is I'm, I'm up in the press box. I get a view of the field. So we've talked so much about the players and their goals. I just I, I can't speak enough about the families that are with these guys. This is a team effort through and through, and that means with the families as well. As I look out over the field, the grounds crew has been so nice enough. They got done. They open it up. Now there's just kids. There's all kinds of family running around. They're waiting for their for the guys to come out and get pictures. It really does become a team effort, and that includes families. You just can't forget about that. Murph, Murph. I like to. I also liked Rob Thompson when he started started talking about Rojas, for example, as the captain of the outfield. We talk so much about the veterans, Kyle Schwarber, Castellanos, of course, Bryce Harper, and so on. Rojas in center field was called the captain of the outfield by his manager. Hopefully, 
which is really cool. You look at the bottom of the lineup, Castellanos today, Marsh. The bottom of the lineup was huge, and I think we can probably head on down. Maybe I think Scott's got Castellanos on the field. Yes, Kevin, I do. I have Nick Castellanos right here. And uh, what does this moment feel like for you, Nick? It's awesome, you know, to uh, to be able to move on. Um, you know, to get, we got, what, eight, eight more wins left? What's that feeling like for you? You step on home plate, and the first guy you look at, I know, is your son, Liam. What's that moment like for you? Very special. How so? I mean, he's my son, and I just did something incredible. And uh, I look over, and he's excited, and it's just an amazing feeling. Just the feeling of sharing that with him and sharing this moment with him. He's out here running around behind us. Uh, you know, these moments are, is like, you know, time moves very slow and you're just taking everything in because you know that you're going to remember it for the rest of your life. This, this is one of those moments. I think you had the quote of the week uh, after the game two loss when you said, hey, this is what we do. We get punched in the face, but we answer right back. Uh, just talk a little bit, if you could, about the resiliency of the team. Where do you think that comes from? I don't know the answer to that question, but I do know that... Um, that was a perfect way to lose that second game. How so? Just because it was, it was. I got to see them celebrate on the field, you know, and see them jump up and down and just be so happy. Uh, and I think that kind of just put me in a good mental space for being able to come home. All right, well, and uh, the home crowd certainly enjoyed your show tonight. First player ever to hit multi-homer back-to-back postseason games. First guy in the history of baseball to do that. That's amazing. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. That's Nick Castellanos. Guys, upstairs, we'll uh, see who else we can find out here. All right, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, we're back inside the clubhouse, Larry Anderson, and uh, we are joined by John Middleton, uh, who is joining us now. John, first of all, uh, I, I just joked with you, you, you came in here early. Last time, uh, the last week when they clinched, you waited till the very end to come inside the clubhouse. You wanted to get a little bounce tonight. Yeah, well, I, I only threw out one bag of balls today instead of... <laughs> Last time was two, so it just took me twice as long. <laughs> well, your arm's going to need some icing tonight, but uh, talk about this team as they continue to move on, continue to reach those goals that they've uh, we worked for all season long. I know you enjoy it as much as these guys do. Yeah, I, you know what? It's it's amazing. They're a great, resilient, and persistent crowd. You know, they just they will do whatever they need to do. Um, they make big pitches when they have to. They make big plays in the field. They have big hits. I mean, it was... Um, it's really gratifying to see how they play. And it's especially gratifying to me to see the fans' reaction to them. They're, they love this team. They really do. I was going to ask about the fans. You've spent a lot of time, I know from a fact, from my wife's best friend's son, who's a 12-year-old, that met you at the ballpark, and he talked about it all the time. I got to meet Mr. Middleton. He talked to me. It was so nice. But you spend a lot of time with the fans, too. Talk, talk about the fans and what it means to this city and to this ball club. Well, you know, Philadelphia sports fans have always been special in my mind. I, I mean, having born, been born here and grown up here, having gone, started going to games when I was five years old, and I, I really feel I know Philadelphia sports fans, and I just, they're really nice people, and I love being spending time with them, and they make and they make they make winning that much better for me because I see their joy and their happiness, and they're good reminders to me of what we're really in business for. We're in business to win. And everything else is secondary or tertiary. And and you, you pick that up, that you, 
the fans are constantly reminding us, me, of what our job is. I think it's tremendous, and the, and the, the fact that it elevates the players that play here oh and God. can intimidate the other team. Yeah, I mean, Lorenzen said it better than I've ever heard it expressed. He said, I've never been to a place where the fans are actually a part of the team. You know, it's, yeah. it was, it's, a, it's exactly what they are. They are they are the 10th man on the field. John, before we let you go, let me just ask you, uh, last year, each goal, it felt like uh, it was uncharted water each time that this team moved into the next level. This year feels a lot more like unfinished business. Would you agree with that? I, I do. I think, I think since we did as well as we did last year, we know we belong here. And there's just no doubt that if we play our game and play well, we can keep moving on. Now, we're going to play a really terrific team who's really playing extremely well right now in the next series. We're going to have to play very well to beat them. But, I know, you know, but we can do that. You know, but we can't take them lightly. And uh, if we play up to our ability, we'll be fine. Billy's owner and uh, general partner, John Middleton, joining us here. Thank you very much. Thanks, for your time. John Middleton joining us here, and uh, well, you can see the joy on his face, certainly, as uh, it's another goal accomplished for this team, but certainly a lot more work to be done uh, as we'll continue on, but but uh, certainly not tonight. Tonight, it's all about the celebration. We're going to take our first time out here on the post-game show, but when we come back, Scott and Larry will have a couple of more players uh, to talk to, and uh, well, we'll have a lot more coming your way, so stay with us right here on the Phillies Radio Network. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. And welcome back to Phillies Playback as the Philadelphia Phillies are celebrating their National League Division Series win. The clubhouse celebration in full force at this point. Larry Anderson with us. Scott Bransky has made his way out to the field to see what kind of uh, action is going on out there. Kevin Soccer is upstairs in our radio booth. And uh, Larry's uh, standing by with Caleb Cotham in just a minute. Phillies pitching coach. We're going to get to him in just a second. But, Kevin, it's a good opportunity for me to ask you uh, about this Phillies pitching staff because early on, in the season they were outstanding and there was a little bit of a lull maybe in the middle of the year but uh, late in the season and in this postseason the Phillies pitching has been absolutely outstanding they have been and and I think you can to the course of any long season like this you're going to have your ups and downs now most teams and Phillies are included in that they're very aware and do a good job of shutting certain guys down at certain times of the year now there were some injuries Alvarado got hurt at one point Sir Anthony got hurt at one point there was even a couple of more so you you have to ride those out and really pick your moments on when you want these guys to come back. And then you hope, okay, by the end of the season, everybody's healthy. To give you an ice, in September, this bullpen was the best. Batting average against this bullpen in just September, a buck 98. They were fourth in K rate. Their ERA was 2.74 ERA. Rob Thompson, Kayla Coughlin could start to see this pen really get into the groove come in September and roll right into this postseason. 
Yeah, I, I, you're totally right about that. Caleb uh, is uh, currently being talked to by a, a couple of the print reporters, but Larry Anderson standing by, uh, going to be next in line to talk to Caleb. Uh, and it'll be interesting to hear what he has to say about his starters and just the turn that they've made. We talked a little bit of, about Aranola yesterday and what uh, he was able to do uh, last night and, and over his last couple of starts. Zach Wheeler, who's been terrific most of the season, and, uh, and Ranger Suarez, who we heard from a little bit earlier today. You know, he gets the baseball twice here so far in the postseason and uh, goes and does exactly what the team is asking him to do, and that is you don't have to go real, real deep into the game. However, while you're in there, keep the team right near the chance with the chance to, to stay in the game and to win, and that's what he's been able to do his last couple of starts. It's really been a lot of fun to see. And then you turn to the bullpen, and, uh, you know, the Phillies' bullpen has been one of the best in baseball, third best in the National League in terms of ERA this season. And in this postseason, they've needed every single guy out there to do their part, and so far they've been able to do that. They have. In fact, Suarez today, five innings, three hits. I do want to pick a little bit on Anthony Dominguez. How about Sir Anthony? So here's a guy who was up and down. I mean, he would come in and then he wouldn't come in, and no one was really sure what they were going to get. Just in this postseason, for whatever reason, something has clicked with him, and he has come in and dominated with this fastball. He's been throwing 99 miles an hour, 100 miles an hour. But more than that, he's been throwing strikes versus Atlanta. Three and two-thirds innings coming into this game was terrific. He's a guy that you can point to. Here's somebody who early in the year having some trouble, and now he's really peaking, and that's what you want to have. That was huge. Even Hoffman, who didn't have to pitch today, has been up and down twice today. But going into this season, his slider became the pitch and one of the best pitches in baseball. And I think when you kind of get that, the confidence of Rob Thompson really went through the roof and could use him at any time of the game, which we saw today, right, yeah. Murph? So we saw the middle of this game. We saw Kimbrell. We saw uh, we saw Alvarado come in, fifth and sixth inning. All of a sudden, it kind of was like, hey, wait a minute, what's going on? High leverage situations, and they were awesome in those situations. Yeah, they certainly were. Uh, and no moment is too big for any of these guys, it seems like at this point. You know, they often say even the young guys at this point of the year, they're not rookies anymore, right? They're, they've they've been through the fire, with the exception of maybe Orion Kirker, and he's only been here for about four hours. But but other than him, the rest of them have been through the fire, have been through it, uh, and it's it shows now in the biggest moments of the year they're able to step up and, and get the job done, which has been great to see. Yeah, uh, you know what was interesting? When, when Middleton was on, I liked one of the things that he was talking about. He said, you know, this team, he, he kind of hesitated. He goes, look, we have this team kind of where we want because we're in the business of winning. Now, I take it like this. They're trying to get a team that's in the business of winning year after year after year. In other words, to get to the postseason now two years in a row, it has to be something on their mind to continually do, similar to what the Braves have done, what the Dodgers have done. Granted, both of those teams got knocked out early. But you want for this fan base, which is so passionate and so much a part of this team, for Middleton and the other owners, all of them to put a team on the field that is a perennial postseason type of team, that's what their goal is. And I think when you look at this, look at the guys and the, and the product that they have, I think that they're there. I think they're right there. Yeah, you know, we've heard John say that a couple of times. You know, this isn't about one year and, and, and getting to the end and, and winning. It's about multiple years. It's about doing this over and over and over again. And uh, that's that's what it's all about. Uh, we're going to welcome in the Phillies general manager, Sam Fold, who's joining us now, uh, wiping the champagne from his eyes and from his face. Uh, it's a good burn, Sam, right? It's a good one. I'll take it any time. I don't care what it is. It, it feels good. 
Tell me a little bit about uh, your emotions as you watch this team, you know, reach each goal, right? You know, they they, they clinch a postseason spot, they win the wild card, now they've clinched the division series. We watched it last year. Does this have a different feel for you this year? Oh, man. I mean, in a lot of ways, it's so similar. Obviously, literally game by game, it's the exact same. We're doing it in different ways, but ultimately, like, we're getting contributions up and down the roster a lot like last year. And, I mean, hats off to our pitching first and foremost. Like, to hold a Braves lineup like that, the eight runs in four games, it's, it's unbelievable. So, and, and everybody, you know, and so many guys contributed down in that bullpen. And our starting pitching was immense and then you get, obviously you get, you get huge contributions from Nick and Trey and Bryce and it's it's incredible yeah I mean it's a lot of the same stuff we saw last year but we're doing it with a little different flavor too with the way things were going towards the end of this game you got now I got to ask in the general manners of sweet in the booth there do you guys have a defibrillator <laughs> and did you need it oh man Yes, uh, I don't even know. I, I, I mean, what a roller coaster. I mean, and then you get the Bryce scare with his elbow, and you're going, "Holy cow!" You're so excited that we get Olsen to roll over, and then your heart stops thinking about Bryce's future. But sounds like you know things are good there, and. Yeah, I mean, we need a defibrillator. We need, like, uh, uh, you know, quaaludes, whatever it is to, to calm us down. You know, you mentioned so many of the guys' names that uh, were a part of it tonight, but it seems like each and every night, each and every series, you know, throughout the season, 1 through 9, 1 through 26, you get a different hero every night, a different guy to step up and, and give your team what he needs to have to figure that out. Yeah, I think what we're seeing is we have a bunch of players that aren't scared, aren't scared of the moment, and, and they, we know that like if, if one guy doesn't get the job done, then the guy behind him is gonna gonna get it done for them. And yeah, it, it, you never know who's gonna pop up and be the hero. But we certainly had a number of them throughout the you know throughout this postseason, last postseason too. It's really cool, and I, I'm just so proud of you know somebody like Nick with the series that he had. Really, the whole postseason, um, I, I'm really proud of him. It's, it's really cool to see him thrive this moment. Can you speak to the job that Rob Thompson has done in the last two years, and especially going in it through the playoffs? The, the yeah, it's incredible. I mean, you, you just see it like, when, you know, when we get in here and we celebrate, like, guys are, no, nobody's more excited than the 26 guys in the room to pour champagne on him. I mean, it, he's he's loved and respected by those guys. It was just, It's been like that since he's been a Philly. Um, he gets the most out of these guys. They love him. They respect him. They play hard for him. The culture in there is phenomenal. It's it's due to a lot of the guys we have in the clubhouse, and it's due to the guy you know the guy who's running the ship here. So, and his strategy, the way he's deployed the bullpen, I think has been phenomenal. He's pushing all the right buttons. He's, he's fantastic. Not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but Arizona looming. You get a couple of days off, which is key because you're able to set the pitching staff at that point. Uh, Arizona's playing as well as anybody right now in the National League. Should be a tough series. Should be a good series. Yeah, should be great. Obviously, they're playing well. They've beaten uh, a couple of really good teams. It's a lot like us last year coming in with a 16 and, and just, um, you know, coming in with, 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 you know, 84 wins, not too dissimilar from us last year. They're, 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 they're playing loose. They're playing free. they got a lot of talent, a lot of young talent. Uh, they beat you in a lot of ways, too. So I'm excited to see what we can do. All right, Sam Fold joining us here on the show. Thank you very much. Congratulations. Enjoy. Enjoy. Go get some more champagne. You know what? Yeah, you're fine now. Right <laughs> Uh, Sam Fold talking about just continued success, Larry, not just one yeah. and done, right? And that's what Absolutely. It's all about. It is. And it's just, you keep it going, you keep the line moving. It's almost like when guys start getting hot in a, in a, in a batting order and, and you just you want to keep the line rolling. And that's, that's kind of what he's talking about, just keeping the line rolling through the playoffs. Yeah.
All right, so we are. We, Scott Bransky is out on the field right now, and uh, he is with Bryce Harper. So, Scott, take it away. All right, thank you very much, Murph. And I am here with uh, Bryce Harper. Bryce, uh, first off, congratulations. Uh, what a game. Yeah, what a, what a, what a great series by everybody. Uh, that's a really good team over there. We know that. Uh, they're a great organization. And uh, one through nine, they have a great team. And um, we just played really good ball. Uh, Nick said it. We kind of mentioned it to Nick the other day, but uh, the quote of the series maybe, other than attaboy, uh, might have been, hey, good. We got punched in the face, but we know how to punch back. Yeah, I mean, I think you saw that last year, right? Went in there, did the same thing. San Diego kind of did the same thing to us. We come back here and do our job. Um, each guy looks in the mirror and does their job well. And whenever, when everybody does their job well, we win games. Um, and we were able to do that this series and clutch pitching, clutch hitting. Um, Cassidy, two huge homers today, yesterday as well. Uh, Trey, I mean, you can go on and on about our team and um, how great this series was. Um, we're going to enjoy this and enjoy the evening and, and you know turn the page when we need to. Yeah, and a couple of days to rest up, I guess. How's your elbow? Yeah, elbow feels good. Um, scary situation, just scary moment. You know those plays are going to happen at first base at times and um, just kind of zinged me a little bit. Uh, so I was a little nervous about that at the time, um, but I feel good. Uh, uh, Rob Thompson, uh, I mean, deploying the bullpen may be unconventional to some, but he kind of went for it. Game one, went for it again tonight. And, uh, you know, you, you don't necessarily think it's going to be Matt Strom at the end, but there he was. Uh, just talk a little bit about the way your manager sort of leads this ship. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he has faith in every single guy in our clubhouse, right? So he's going to do everything he can to put guys in the best situation they knows how. Um, and we kind of know with Ranger on the mound tonight, um, you know, he's going to go as long as he can, and then we're going to go to our bullpen, you know, as quickly as we can and, and try to let them uh, do their job. And um, you saw that with uh, Dominguez tonight. He did a great job. Um, Kimbrell coming in in the seventh. Nobody probably thought that was going to happen. Um, but just everybody did their job well tonight. And, uh, you know, we won the game. And last thing, because uh, so much has been made. Obviously, you guys got superstar players like yourself. You got guys who have been around a long time like yourself. Uh, but one thing you do have is young players. And I, you've been really vocal, and I know you went through a particular experience when you got to the big leagues, but you've been really vocal about being one of those that says, hey, I want to let young guys be themselves. And Rojas, there he is, being himself, doing his thing, making a huge play for you guys. Yeah, I mean, anytime you're able to have Rojas get out there and do his job, that's what he does. That's why he's there, right? Um, that situation, that moment, um, and he robbed his hero. You know, that's his guy. And what a cool moment for him. What a cool opportunity opportunity for him um, to get that job done for us and we have no doubt that he's going to do his job out there we have no doubt that Brandon Marsh is going to do the same thing and that's why they're out there Pache that's why he does his job out there as well everybody works hard to get to get better and to play well um, and I just each guy individually does their job well and when you can do that you win games and you saw it tonight congratulations Bryce have fun appreciate it brother Thanks. All right, thank you guys. Uh, Bryce Harper out there on the field with Scott Fransky. And uh, leave it to Bryce to put things in perspective. Talking about Johan Rojas. Uh, Robin is guy. Ronald Acuna Jr., someone that he has uh, watched and idolized uh, from afar. Gets, makes a huge play in this game with the bases loaded. Uh, able to take that hit away from Ronald Acuna Jr. And able to, uh, well, be one of the guys that contributed to the win here tonight. All right, we're going to take another break here on the show. But uh, when we come back, we'll put a wrap on Philly's playback as the celebration beginning to wind down in the clubhouse here at Citizens Bank Park. We'll take a break and we'll be back right after this.